fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. You know, I'm just kind of, I'm loaded for bear this morning. By that, I mean, I, I got a... 20 different directions I could go this morning. Literally, I could. And uh, I've been pondering this thought all, all morning long. What's going to happen if we do nothing? I'm, I'm going to pause. I want you to think about that. What's going to happen if we do nothing? Now, you say, well, what are you talking about, Coach? Well, I'm talking. pick your issue. Pick your issue. Food, uh, fuel, public education, transgender agenda, free speech, religious liberty, vaccines. What's going to happen if you don't do anything? Politics, is is at some point, is some white knight going to come riding over the hill and change everything? All of a sudden, the the whole economy is going to change and, and the government's going to change. And what, what's going to happen if we don't do anything? So we're really stuck in a, between a rock and a hard spot in that we really have to do something. I got an email kind of set me off a little bit. It wasn't, it wasn't sent in a mean way, so, but it set me off a little bit. And that email said, Coach, you, you seem like you talk about the same thing all the time. And it wasn't a dialogue, so I couldn't go back and forth, but it made me stop and think. Talk about the same thing all the time. I talk about the same thing all the time. Now, try. I always try to take criticism or notices like that with a, you know, I try to take it seriously. I think talk about the same thing all the time. I think the the same thing that I talk about all the time is our lack of inaction. Am, am I missing something? Are we talking about the same thing here all the time? Or is the central theme of this show past the salt? We have got to do something. Something has to be done. That's the That's the theme of it. And one of the things that encourages me, keeps me getting up early every morning and coming, coming into this multi-million dollar studios, some of you actually are. Some of you actually are doing things. It's been a very, very slow process because we have a tendency here in, in America to trust our leadership, whatever it would be. When you, when you lose the trust of those you're leading, you, you, you're done. You're done. Hey, folks. Americans don't trust the government anymore. I went out and uh, <clears throat> I have five, I think it's five, 
uh, five gallon cans that I put gasoline in to store for uh, work that I have to do at Sky High. Just five, five gasoline. And I went out yesterday. They were all, they were all out getting ready to mow. And they were all out of gas. And I went and filled them up. And I thought there was a hole. And I thought there was a hole someplace. Because I kept watching the thing, the, the gas meter run. I filled up five, five-gallon gas cans. And it was $163. And then I was, I, I was out yesterday. I was coming home from Columbus on Route 70. I was, I was heading east. And there was an accident on the west lanes, west lane. And the road was shut down. And the backup was I don't know how many miles. And I had my, my niece, uh, my granddaughter, Reese, with me. And she says, Grampy. Think how much gas those trucks are wasting just sitting there. She said that, not me. And I looked at the line of semi-trucks as far as you could see, paying, what, $5.80 for a gallon of gas? Folks, this can't go on. This can't go on. It wouldn't be the election of Donald Trump, and it wouldn't be getting all Republicans in. It wouldn't be the midterm elections. It wouldn't be any. It, won't, it wouldn't be any of that. It wouldn't be any of that because they so have us by the throat. And the sad reality of it is we like our servitude. We, we don't like it that it costs more, but we like being, we like having this sense of freedom that we have, this appearance of freedom. We enjoy it. Nobody wants to do anything. Nobody wants to stand up and push back. Nobody wants to fight. I want to show you a couple of things here today before we get too deep. I'm going to let Myra pray us in real quickly. And then I'm going to, I guess they call this a monologue. I get some stuff you need to see. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Hey, folks, the indoctrination of homosexuality is like the most unbelievable beast the world's ever seen. It is everywhere. It's everywhere. We spoke yesterday about it being soul-killing, soul-killing. If some guy wants to stick his donker in another guy's butthole, I guess that's freedom. I guess, right? It doesn't stop there, does it? It doesn't stop there. He wants your son donkering another guy. That's what, that's what they want. And then they want to make sure that you don't stand up and say anything about it. That if you stand up and say anything about it, you're hateful and bigoted and, huh? listen, Right? I remember when they just wanted to be, they just wanted to come out of the closet. They just wanted to be accepted. Remember that, don't you? It's a beast. It's a freaking beast. What are you going to do about it? Because they are coming for your children, their souls, their souls, to the point where children know more. Do you think the average child going to church knows homosexuality? is wicked. I'd like to see a survey on that one. Love to see a survey on that one. Quickly, Jeff. The Myra, get ready. Coach, have you seen the schedule of all these festivals now through the Buckeye Flame? This I uh, haven't. Oh, I just pulled it up. We got it sent to us. Every, I mean, every day of June. I'll every day. There's like yeah, this weekend. And, and, what, 
And what are we doing? And then people email me and tell me I talk about the same freaking thing all the time. Are you? Boy, see, it's that carnal man. It's every day of the week of this month. And then the schedule goes clear through June, July, and August, and September and October. But this weekend, there's five of them. One of them will be in Westerville Saturday. Five in one day in different cities. Sunday, or no, there's nine of them Saturday. Nine different cities. cities, And on Sunday, five different cities, including Kishore. No opposition from the church. I got to move on, Jeff. No opposition from the church. Absolutely no opposition to the church. They just think that every that the homosexuals are all going to get accepted and then it's all going to go away. How, I don't know. I don't know how freaking stupid you can possibly be. I, I don't have any idea. This is a beast boys and girls. It's a soul killing beast. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, coach. I will be honored to do so. Ezekiel 18, four behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the father, so also the soul, the son is mine. The soul, the sinner, it shall die. Jesus, you're welcome to coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Myra. Amen, Myra. Thanks, Myra. Paul Goslin's on trial today again. And here's what you can do about 10 o'clock. You can tune in right here, CoachDaveLive.com. It it will be streaming here all day long. Thanks to Vinny getting that organized. And the guys here at Coach Dave Live uh, facilitating it. And the good thing is we will have our own record of that hearing. 10 o'clock, going to be broadcast here. Lord, I need your direction right now. I need you, I need your direction, Lord. Just give me direction on where you would want me to go, what you want me to say. I want to say this. Uh, what became of COVID? Where'd COVID go? Anybody seen COVID? Miraculous healing there, Coach. Just disappeared, didn't it? Just disappeared off the rise. They got another one coming. Don't worry, they got another one coming. We need you all day long, prayer warriors, to pray for Paul Goslin. We need you to pray for Paul Goslin all day long. Now, here's why this is important. Because Paul will be sitting before a, a whatever call it whatever you want to, a hanging crew, and the Lord's going to give him the right words to say. And the Lord will give him the right words to say if you're undergirding him with prayer. So as you're watching the hearing, be praying continuously that the Lord will give him the words to say. Because the Bible says that he will in that same hour that Paul will be brought before governors and kings as a testimony against them. He should think not what he shall speak, for he shall be given unto him that same hour what he shall speak. So you grease the skids. You grease the skids so that Paul Goslin's words will be the words that the Holy Spirit gives him. Paul, I see you got your hand up. Hey, Coach. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a rough night. I had to kind of think about what was going on. But these fools are actually going to give me my own time to talk. So uh, they made a big mistake. <laughs> good. The hey, good Paul. news is I'm going to do my best to talk, talk about that that uh, predatorial position that's practicing. He's fucking drugging and raping his young male patients. I'm going to do my best to get that out. I'm going to do my best to get a lot of truth out. And I don't give a shit, Coach. I hey, Paul, why don't, you, why, 
Why don't you ask them a question? Why, if they're so concerned about public health, why they don't come out and make a statement that an unborn baby is a human being? Ask them why they don't do that, Paul. I'm going to try my best to get that out because, you know, I've been fighting this since day one, since med school. They told me I had to kill babies. Yep. And I'm going to make yep. that a point if I can. It's just uh, I need prayers. Um, I'm not a nice guy sometimes, and I have to try to be nice. Just so people listen. Well, you, don't have to, you don't have to be nice. Nice is nowhere in the, in the scripture. You don't have to be nice. Be, tr- be truthful and forthright and honest. Speak the truth. By the way, oh, man. That's what I told you. I'm having a hard time today. I got so much stuff I want to share with you. So much stuff I want to share with you. Um, play that for me, Spencer. Go to uh, this came out. Uh, Rochelle sent me this. If I can find it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? That's not it. Uh, last thing, Spencer. Last thing. What if I gave you everything? I want you, to, I want you to ponder this. Folks, some of you are going to have to give more. I'm not I'm talking about money. Reason shows the same thing over and over and over because there ain't very many of you putting any skin in the game. I don't know how many emails. I don't know how many people called Delaware. I don't know how many called. Probably not very many. A lot of reasons why. Go ahead and play that, Spence. All my life I longed to be a hero With my soul raised high Running to the battle I was gonna take giants down Be a man you would write about Deep in my chest is the heart of a warrior So why am I still standing here? Why am I still holding back from you? I hear you call me out into deeper waters But I settled on the shallow end So why am I still standing here? So afraid would it my cost to follow you I'd walk by faith if I could get these feet to move But I don't want to live that way I don't want to look back someday On a life that never stepped across the line So why am I still standing here? So tired of standing here. What if I gave everything to you? What if I gave everything? What if I stopped holding back from you? 
Say goodbye to standing here. I want to. I want to. I want to double back around. What's it going to look like in America a year from today if we're still standing here? To understand the urgency of the time in which we live. I don't know what a move of God would look like. I don't know what God's plan is. I don't know if there's a rapture coming. I don't know if he's going to split the eastern sky. I don't know what's going to go on. I don't know. But I know something. I know this. Ain't nothing going to happen. I'm just standing here. Amen. I'm just standing, I'm just standing here. And then I want to show you another video. I'll put that winsome defense up there. because uh, This is only a minute. I don't know if you can tell this, and I'm trying to prod you, prod you this morning. I'm trying to prod you this morning. It's a minute and 42 seconds. Winsomeness defined. I want you to listen. But let me explain it to you, what winsomeness means. You'll speak out against something. You'll say, I'm against that. You'll give up something. It never goes any farther than that. It's fake outrage. It's outrage. It never moves you to do anything. Winsomeness defined. Go ahead, Spence. Up to my disagreement. <laughs> um, let's go. Let's, I, uh, let's see it. I, I'm nervous about the language of corporate confession as applied to identity groups. I'm nervous about identity politics in general. I'm nervous about corporate confession language. So here, here, here's this is this is what it is to be winsome. I think I finally have. A definition. Winsomeness is engaging the culture with fear, nervousness, anxiety, being troubled, being worried, you know, concerned, but no conviction. Mm. That's how you that's how you're winsome with the culture. You you can say what the Bible says. So long as it deeply is concerning, troubling, fearful, whatever, and all those kinds of words. You can disagree with a, a, a woke person, but you can only do it from a concerned standpoint. You can't actually have conviction. Oh, man. So winsomeness, you can stop that, Spencer. Winsomeness is going to the city council meeting. And saying, I'm concerned about the direction this is going. Uh, this troubles me about, the, and then having no conviction to do anything at all about your concern or your troubling. It's all just words, just Amen. phony fake words, just phony fake words. Uh, listen, listen, if some guy came over the hill, if my neighbor decided that he wanted to, uh, uh, get himself a little bit more familiar with my grandson, if you know what I'm talking about. I'd have a little bit more 
I'd be a little bit more than troubled. Concerned. Platitudes, words, phony Christianity, fake concern. You're still standing there. Some of you still haven't called the city council. Some of you still haven't sent the email to the, to uh, Liberty Action Network. Still haven't done that. Somebody said, Coach, well, I'm already signed up to Coach Dave. Yeah, it's a different email list. It's a different email list. I'm not done. This, this, this broke my heart. Pull up inmate speaks out. This is an open letter from a guy still locked in prison. Still locked in prison. Hey, folks, how can they keep you in prison for years, two years, without a charge, without bail? So this was a letter from a guy in jail, January 6th protest. Well, whatever they want to call him. Hey, hey, Jeff, I'm troubled by it. I'm concerned. Scroll down. Here's what he wrote. I listened to your podcast. He he wrote this to Steve Dace. I listened to your podcast and follow Julie Kelly. It's every bit as bad as she describes. I'm a husband and a father who has zero criminal history. And I'm looking at years in prison after I took a plea. You may ask, why would people take a plea if they're innocent? Because innocence has nothing to do with this. As my lawyer has told me over and over again, this is payback. There are only a handful of representatives in D.C. I told you this yesterday, by the way. There's only a handful of representatives in D.C. that care about us. The vast majority of elected officials couldn't care less because they're all in on it. They secretly despise Trump and anyone on the 6th as well. The Department of Justice knows this. There will be no reform for this government. There will be no going back. All there is now is a path ahead. But that path will never lead back to the country we once were. I watched for four years as our government that I paid taxes for tried to impeach, and even oust our president with sheer impunity. They got away with it. Hillary smearing stunt morphed into a coup that lasted Trump's entire term. This is from an inmate in January 6th confinement. And then I watched the election get stolen from the American people. So I went to D.C. to support the way I thought were best. I wasn't violent. I didn't break anything. I didn't steal anything, but it doesn't matter. I lost my six-figure income. I lost my friends. My family's a wreck. I had the FBI in my home, and I was brought before a judge in shackles. And I'm one of the lucky ones. I got to remain free till sentencing. We're no longer free. And this country was taken without firing a single shot. Guns are meaningless at this point. It was the First Amendment that people should have been fighting for the most. 
I'm now barely making a living doing manual labor for just over minimum wage until my sentencing is over. I was threatened with 20 years in prison, something only murderers face. We couldn't change the venue, and none of the motions to dismiss were accepted. So it's a pleading of my wife, the extreme bias of D.C. and its jury pool of my peers, and the advice of my lawyer, I destroyed part of me. And I signed a paper full of exaggerations, lies, and more importantly, a narrative that fits what they want. I signed it. I'm a Christian, and somehow I feel damned. I lied to save my family. My pastor tells me about rehab, but it doesn't help. I don't look at myself in the mirror anymore. Part of me is dead now. I now wake up longing for the Lord to take me. January 6th was a dark day. There was violence by some, but that's, and that's reprehensible. No one should have broken anything or stolen anything or hurt anyone. Having said that, January 6th should be remembered as a last outburst from people who were sick of the coups against Trump. The lies about Russiagate, the double standard of the Bidens, how they obtained their wealth compared to the treatment of Trump, the double standard of BLM rioters and everything else, the forced LB. GTQRS pumped into our children's minds at school while trying to shut out God at every corner. The endless wars, the celebration of abortions, the government spending that's put children not even born into lifelong debt. The list goes on. This was the last cry out. This was the last cry out for the death of a nation. I don't know what's going to happen to my family while I'm gone for years. My wife has depended on me our whole marriage. She's the only woman I've ever been with. The only woman I ever loved. I hope she and my kids can make it without me. I'm a J6er. And I'm going to prison. Wow, that's powerful. No, it troubles you. It concerns you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It concerns you and it troubles you. And yesterday, our friend uh, Clay Parker, I was going to get it ready, Clay. It was just too long. I wasn't going to play it today. It was on with Alan Keyes yesterday. Yesterday was Alan Keyes' call in. Clay Parker called in and had about Alan Keyes held him over, over the break. So, probably 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. And Clay, can you tell him here this morning what you told Alan Keyes why you went to why you went to Washington, D.C., Clay? Are you in here? That would be something of all the days Clay wouldn't be in here. No, I'm in here, Coach. Tell him what you told Alan Keyes, Clay. It was profound. Well, it was on my heart to let him know that we didn't go to uh, the Trump rally on January 6th or to the Capitol because we were Trump supporters. 
we went because we were were Christians that are living in a constitutional republic that's falling. And uh, our grievances are not being addressed by the Supreme Court. And when that happens, we got to do something. So when we went to listen to the Trump speech, it was only to hear what he had to say. And when he said to walk to the Supreme Court, we went because that was our decision, not because something that Trump told us to do. And uh, when we carried those appeal to heaven flags up to the top of Capitol Hill, that was just demonstrating that we're unhappy with what's happening in our country. Clay, this guy in jail that we just read, that's you. This is you, Clay. Exactly, Coach. I was thinking about that uh, while I was watching that documentary. I was thinking, and I knew this when we were standing there on the terrace of the Capitol. I, I had this feeling that we could see things happening, you know, bad, bad uh, interactions happening 50 yards, 100 yards away. But I was thinking that day that we were standing there peacefully. But if we saw somebody, but if we if we were standing there and we would have saw somebody getting beaten by police or or beaten for something that that they didn't deserve to get a beating for, or, Clay, we or if the police or if the police were getting beaten, yeah, e- either and yeah, whoever it was, you know, if we would have saw these uh, fake Trump supporters or anybody. Uh, doing something wrong and, and somebody was getting beaten, we would have had to step in right there. And this this could be us in prison. It, it could have been us. <clears throat> and, you know, and so the thing is, uh, we saw with our own eyes what occurred that day. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do to get these, these people out of prison, but but it's time that Americans decide what wh- where they stand and what they're going to do. And you wepo- I'm sorry. It's a weaponized government judicial system. It's weaponized against the people. That's what that's what this guy's saying, Clay. It's a, it's right. a club. The judicial system has become a club to beat mm-hmm. us over the head. Clay, I want to I want to move on. You did a great you did a great job. And uh, uh, Spencer, maybe you can. Uh, Find just go to brighteon.tv and look at Alan Key's show yesterday. And uh, Clay calls in about the I don't know the last last half of the whatever. Do you remember when it was Clay? Yeah, I think it was uh, about fourteen minutes into the first hour. Fourteen minutes into the first hour, folks. So we'll put that in the chat, and uh, uh, it moved me, Clay, because you 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 said the same thing this guy said. You went for America. You didn't go for Donald Trump. You went to try to capture and restore America. And folks, you better realize this. They don't want you to ever come back. They don't want to ever hear from the people ever again. That's what this whole thing's about. And that's why we got to ask ourselves, what if I gave everything? What if I moved from just being concerned and troubled and Oh, I'm, you know, I'm troubled. They're still killing babies. Oh, that troubles me. It troubles me bad. I'm concerned. 
Yeah, I'm concerned. Like you get a medal for being concerned. Uh, listen, before I'm going to open it up here in a minute. I see the hands. I got to show you another one. Bring up the ban at City Council Pride. I don't know who this guy is. This is uh, this is five minutes and ten seconds, but you need to hear it. I don't even know where it is. City Council meeting, Frisco, Tex- Frisco, Texas. City Council meeting. I don't know who this guy is. Go ahead and play. Oh, no, the mayor here, he virtue signals to literally anything and everything. He was taking a knee in 2020 for George Floyd, marching with the BLM protesters. You know what the widest thing in history is? A BLM rally. It's just, what a coincidence, right? And you know what it is? It's, it's an organization funded by George Soros. It doesn't help black people at all. Maybe you should do your research on it, Mayor Cheney. And then on top of that, he's celebrating this homosexual act for an entire month. It's absolutely disgusting. And last time, I wasn't even filmed. The, the camera wasn't even facing me. It was facing my back because the mayor so scared me because I put him to shame. He's a disgrace. And I call him out when he does something stupid, as always. So let me start off by saying happy mental illness month, uh, everyone. Let me start off, um, you know, God's law is perfect. And the Bible says in Psalm 19:7, the wicked shall be turned into hell and the nations that forget God. The reason this country is a complete joke is because it has forgotten God. Sodomites are being celebrated with things like pride parades and drag queen events for kids, such as the drag, the kids to pride event that just happened in downtown Dallas where parents brought their little children to watch grown men wear lingerie and flaunt themselves while thinking they're women and tipping them just like at a strip club. Meanwhile, numerous police officers were there. However, instead of arresting these pedophiles, these sick predators, what they did was protect them. And you're going to sit here and protect these sick Amen. perverts? Are you kidding Amen. me right now? Am I the only one in this room that actually cares? Oh, oh, oh. Look at them hissing and booing. That's what they are. They're demons. They hiss and boo. At least they hot. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be saying that in the pits of hell. You're going to be wishing that you uh, call on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So anyways... Uh, the, reason, the, the reason we are in this position to begin with is because we allowed sodomy and we never should have allowed it to begin with. One thing led to another. We went from legalizing sodomy to now celebrating it for an entire month, for years. They kept saying to normalize it, normalize it, normalize it, just make it normal. We want to be gay. Well, let me tell you, if you need to normalize something, then it's probably not normal for a good reason. It's not normal. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that the end goal of the LGBTQ community is to normalize pedophilia, which the media and Hollywood have been working on for years, which is why it has been so successful. Why do you think they put it in shows like Will and Grace to make the gay guy look fun and cool? Okay? It's disgusting. If that wasn't the goal, then why is it being taught in K-12 schools along with numerous events involving children as well as um, you know children's tv shows the only answer is that these people are pedophiles why do they want to be around kids so bad why do they want to teach kids so bad because they are sick pedophiles we need chris hansen with daylight nbc right now honestly uh so the cdc says 
that in 2018, that 86% of new diagnoses among men who contracted HIV were attributed to men who have sex with men, so gay men. Uh, not to mention their average lifespan isn't even 60 years. And you wonder why none of these people are happy. Sodomites love to quote one Bible verse. Love thy neighbor! Love thy neighbor! Well, if I love thy neighbor, I wouldn't tolerate these sick perverts! And I won't love anybody that hates God. These people hate God. The Bible condemns homosexuality over and over and over and over. In the Old and the New Testament, because I love how they say, well, it's Old Testament. Well, it's the New Testament too, clowns. So Romans chapter 1 of the New Testament, uh, verses 27 and 28, it says, And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burning their lust one toward another, men with men working, that is, which is unseemly, and rece receiving in themselves that recompense of their heir, which was meat, and even as they did. Not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Go back to the Old Testament, 1 Kings 14, 24. And there were also sodomites in the land, and they did according to all the abominations of the nations. Amen. Abominations! It says abominations. Are you stupid? Are you stupid, man? It says abominations. Leviticus 2013. Amen. If a man also lied with mankind, as he lied with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Do you hear that? The Bible says it's an abomination. Do an Old Testament. Get it through your thick skull. Look, look, I, I support you, Frank. Oh, look. Thank it's you. over the third thing now. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> that was bold preaching uh, uh, oh I bet he's getting condemned oh. by the churches today right oh, love him love him Amen. love him love him Ooh. oh yep. my goodness yeah that guy that guy's name is Cassidy Campbell and he's a shock jock comedian on YouTube we did great I don't care if he is a shock jock he said the, he said the daggone truth that's, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. Now, one more thing. I see you lining up. Pull up Reggie Kelly. Pull up Reggie Kelly. I know Reggie. Some of you in the queue know Reggie. It's a pastor down in, uh, I want to say Arkansas. My Norwood, Missouri. Norwood. Missouri, thank you. This, two, this, is, uh, this is yesterday, I think. Reggie, go ahead, Reggie. Two minutes. Joe Biden, you're going to start a civil war in this country. You better listen to these people out here. It wouldn't matter if you had the whole United States Army, Marines, Air Force, and everybody against us. You've seen what happens in Afghanistan, all these countries where people try to go in. There'd be a guerrilla warfare like nobody's business. You better back off of trying to steal our freedom by attacking the Second Amendment. It is not Amen. us law-abiding people that are loaded with guns that's killing these kids. You Democrats and you liberals are reaping what you've sown in this country. You sowed evolution and godlessness in our schools. And you've made kids think they're just no more than animals and no accountability to God. And you've opened up demonic possession all across this country. And perverse, you're more concerned about queers and perverts than you are uh, taking care of this nation and preserving the Constitution. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to start a civil war. You go after this Second Amendment, you will start a civil war. And I'll tell you, you're going to tear this country to shreds. You need to resign. Your vice president needs to resign. Nancy Pelosi needs to resign. 
And we're going to take this country back. You just watch what I tell you. But you better back up. You're going to start a civil war. And you're going to wish you'd never attacked the Second Amendment. We're not giving it up. Amen. You're not taking it from us. You're not taking our right to self-defense, protecting our families and our homes. And you're not taking our right to overthrow a tyrannical government in, as it is, appears that you would like to have. So anyway, this Reg Kelly table in the wilderness, folks, listen, uh, pray, call your representatives, call your senators and stand up all over social media. Let everybody know they're not taking your freedoms away from you. It is not a gun problem. It is a heart problem. And it's a cultural, a pro spiritual problem that we've forsaken God in this nation and forsaken the Bible. And you can mock and laugh all you want to, but it's the flat truth of it. We weren't this wicked mess we are now when this country honored God. Rest Reg Kelly table in the wilderness. Don't mess Thanks, around Reggie. start a civil Thanks, war. Thanks, Reggie. Come on in, come on in Angie, and then Emma, Emma, you're right after Angie. Go ahead, Angie. Boom. Good morning. Uh, so as I've been driving, I, I was uh, taking my son to work this morning, and as I was driving, um, Matthew 10, 22 came to mind. And your whole thing has been about conviction um, and standing up for the truth. And in Matthew 10, 22, it says, you will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Amen. You can't just have uh, – a feeling about it. We have to be convicted to the point where you're willing to speak truth at, at whatever cost it is. And we're, we're not seeing that still. Uh, people are, are giving lip service and keyboard work, Amen. you know, keyboard Amen. They're concerned, we're not right? And speaking yep. truth. Right. Number we're not one. speaking truth when we go out. You have to be there and speak truth and call it out. We don't move into action. Bless you, Angie. Bless you. Uh, who would I say? Emma's, Emma's up. Come on, Emma. Now I'm going to get Roger. I didn't call uh, the people in Delaware yesterday, but I called my representative and my senator, um, Trey, whatever his name is, Balderson, and uh, you know the other guy too. Right, right. Um, and I asked if it, what they what they were doing about the guys who are in jail from January 6, 2021. And both guys that answered said, oh, well, uh, the senator doesn't do, doesn't usually get involved in these cases. I said, well, that, that doesn't, you know, that's not it. I, I'm asking what they're doing. And um, I should have said, has he been to the prison yet to, to visit these people? He pretends to be a Christian um, or he says he's a Christian. Um, anyway. Um, so, Emma understands this. They don't. They don't want exposed. They're all exposed. They I know that. Exposed. I'm trying to expose them to, so they know we know. And uh, they both said, "Oh, he's very concerned. He's very concerned. Very concerned. Very concerned. Very concerned." That's what I can say. Yeah. Next very time, I'll answer questions. Very concerned. Poor guys. Very concerned. Joe Allen, come on in. Coach. Uh, can that uh, January 6th uh, uh, letter be put in the chat? Put in the chat, Spence. Yes. And, uh, on the reference of that farmer that you just saw, I can't tell you how many military men I know is saying the same thing. So listen to this, three digits. You haven't seen an insurrection yet. It's coming. That's what they're trying to do, Joe. That's what they're trying to do. 
It is. Often we say, better be careful. You don't give them what they want. Well, I don't know if we have much choice on this one. Craig, come on in. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on Reg Kelly. He is really the real deal. It's a small town in Norwood, Missouri that he preaches at, Liberty yep. Faith Church. And, man, yep. he's even got an ammo. He, he, he bought an ammo facility to, you know, the congregation could get a job building ammo. This guy's on it. His daughter yep. is a senator in Missouri, and, and he walks to walk and talks to talk. Amen. Amen. Paul Goslin, Come on in, Paul and Myra. Thank you, Paul. Uh, no, I got that. I appreciate it. That, uh, that's got me through a lot of a lot of problems. So today, I am um, hoping to get the word out. But remember what Orson Welles said, 1984, in a tyranny, they have two two uh, offenses. They have uh, the the lies, and once those are revealed, it's violence that comes through. That's what's that's right. coming. I that's I right. don't know if realize it but the truth is coming out big time today the truth is coming out <coughs> everywhere <coughs> so I wrote, I wrote today i wrote today on the suppression of truth i'm not going to have time to read it uh all of you need to go to the website the suppression of truth that's what it is see folks listen they don't counter the truth yep. they, they just, they, they just suppress it yeah he gave me voice, man, that, that they made a huge mistake when they yes. posted Amen. Child, fucking COVID. Excuse Watch him out. Let's go. Let's go, Myra. Coach, um, I did call the, the, um, uh, the Ohio Delaware yes. uh, commission yesterday. And? And, um, and not much. I didn't get much from them. That's all matters. And I want to read some. Hang, yes, on, hang on a minute, Myra. Myra, hang on a minute. I'm going to say this once, and I'm not going to say it again. You are not calling to argue with them. You are calling to make a statement, period. No arguing, no debate. Make your statement and hang up. You're not going to convince them. Make a statement and hang up. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, and a statement was made, uh, Coach. Uh, Psalm 5 5. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. Hallelujah. A worker of iniquity is not someone who does butt sex but tries to get others to do it as well. That's a worker of iniquity. Someone, can somebody, is there a lawyer out there? You mean there aren't, there are there no longer any laws, corruption of a minor? Teaching a young kid to stick his penis in another man's butthole, that's not a corruption of a minor. Can somebody tell me that that's not corruption of a minor? And it's going on Amen. with government endorsement. Somebody help me out here. Luke 17. Somebody help me here. It's Luke 17 oh, too. To take some, get them up there gyrating and rubbing their asses in the face of little 10-year-old kids, that's not corruption of a minor. What the hell's wrong with us? It's filth. Unbelievable. Roger, you're an attorney. Help me out here, Roger. That's not corruption of a minor. No, it's not corruption of a minor because butt sex is good. Gender's good. It's honorable. We fly flags for them. We have whole months to celebrate them. We have whole months to celebrate them. Whose turn is it? Jack? Come on in, Jack. Roger? Who? I have Roger, then Jack. Go, Roger. 
Dave, I don't have any great words of wisdom. And it's, I've got all my technology screwed up this morning, but I've been with, <laughs> yeah. I've been with you for six years, week two or three. I don't know. This is one of the best programs I've ever listened to because it really is zeroing in very strongly. I wish I had something smart to say, but, um, <laughs> Roger, really how's that, Roger, how's that not corruption of a minor? They don't, because our, I don't, I don't have anything great to say. I, I'm so overwhelmed by the truth of the program today. It is corruption of a minor to support that. Yes. I, yes, I that guy who was in front of the city council in, you know, they don't care about our God. Well, hey, so Roger, so Roger, they don't let's care sue, about let's God. sue their ass. Let's sue their ass. I'll raise the money. Let's sue their ass. You know, they, let's sue every one of them individually. Let's sue them. So, I, corruption like I said, of a minor. No, they permitted it. It's it's just the most troubling thing is is our kids, our grandkids. But anyways, well, great one of the best. Thanks, man. I've ever listened. I'm beyond to. troubled. I'm beyond troubled, Jeff. So, my coach, here's the scenario: you go to one of these events, you're just sharing. You're taking your Bibles. We're going in as Christians. Five police crews with flashing lights on. And you know what? Their vain words they told us. You can't be insightful to these people. That's what they yeah. can't be insightful. Yeah, yeah. That was they're, it. Pro- they're a protected class. They're the new blacks. It's a protected class. Uh, Jack. Yeah, the truth is, Coach, um, that the, that farmer, whoever he was, <laughs> preacher, was dead on, right on. The only exception I would say is they're not taking our freedoms. They've already taken them, and now we're in the precarious position of trying to take them back, which is always much harder. We lost our freedoms when George Bush signed Bill Clinton and Joe Biden's Patriot Act 20 years ago. Amen. Amen. Hey, I got to get this in here, just even though it's kind of off topic, it isn't off topic. Spencer, uh, standalone email, Ukraine in two minutes. Ukraine in two minutes. Now, Spencer, here's what I want you to do. I want you to put it to about 1.75 speed because uh, there's no sound to it. So I'm sorry, folks, if you can't, uh, if you can't uh, see because it won't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust out another lie for you. Do you have it there, Spence? No, not that one. It's a standalone email that says Ukraine, two minutes. Didn't I send that to you? Of course not. Of course I didn't. Here it comes. I'm sorry. Hey, Coach, Coach, I'd say it started before then. I'd say it started with Reagan with the continuity of government. Nah, no, hell no, hell no. It started with the separation between the church and the state. That's when it started. That's when we gave it over to the Luciferians. It's all all just spinning off of that. Just spin off all all that crap. All of it's just spin. Okay, two minutes, okay? You watching? Now, hang on. Uh, Spencer, put it at 1.75 because I don't care, all right? This is the Ukraine, and to your right is the Russian border, all right? To your right is the Russian border. And the Russians told us all they wanted to do was secure the border. That's all they wanted to do. That's all they wanted to do. They don't want to take over Ukraine. They want to secure the border. Okay, here it is. Two minutes of what's going on in the Ukraine. And you ask me if Russia, you tell me, is Russia attacking Ukraine? Go ahead. You played it two minutes. I don't care. Those are bombs going off. That's where they're bombing. 
Red means the Russians have taken the territory. Is that unbelievable? They're not trying to take over Ukraine. The whole thing would be red if they were. They're trying to fortify their border. Propaganda, just lied like freaking Christians falling for it. They're concerned. Let's go liberate Ukraine. Really? Really? How stupid are you? How freaking stupid are people? Goodness. Say, Coach, you seem. I, hey, man, I, coach. I don't know. I'm just telling you, man. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, look, I wrote a commentary. It's probably not posted to Coach Dave live yet. Uh, the suppression of truth. I would ask you to share that with everybody. Share that with everybody. This is this is this one's a home run, baby. Because listen, this is how the. Do you remember me the other day saying the Lord just gave me a word? You guys remember that? See, this is how the Holy Spirit works. Yes. He gave me a word. He didn't give me a commentary. He gave me a word. Suppression. And we're in the mess we're in today because we're suppressing the truth. So this guy shows up at the city council meeting. And what does he do? He unveils the truth. He doesn't suppress it anymore. Right? Whether he's a comedian, whether it's an act, it doesn't matter. He told the truth. He unveiled. He didn't suppress the truth. Amen. Like somebody said the other day, it's like a beach ball, trying to hold a beach ball down underwater. He let the truth pop up. And they hate the freaking truth. They hate it. They hate the truth. Paul Gosling, give them truth today, will you? Tell them the damn truth today. Keep telling the truth, and then keep telling them the truth over and over and over and over and over. Tell them the truth. And what do we do? We don't tell them the truth. We don't want to tell them the truth because, see, we they tell us it's offensive. So if my son, which he isn't, praise the Lord, but if he were, if my son was out having butt sex with another man, I don't want to hurt his feelings, so I tell him it's okay and I love him anyway. Rather than telling him the truth. I love you. I'm telling you the truth. I love little kids. I'm telling them the truth. The homosexuals are coming after little kids. I'm telling you the truth. And we go, ah, la, 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 la. they don't want to hear it. It's suppressed. They don't want to hear it. Because if they hear it, then they're going to have to do something. Boom not really gone on it's just joey and billy with a garden they just want to be accepted they just want to be tell them how much jesus loves them oh i'm concerned i'm troubled phony phony be praying for brett how brett he's traveling touching bases every go everywhere we go jr's gonna sit in for me tomorrow we still want people calling this delaware City Council, call the mayor. Don't get into an argument. Don't get into a debate. You call the lady, and here's all she does. Hello, sir. Hi. And then you say what you want to say, and she marks down on her tally for or against, good or bad. That's all. That's all. Why? Why? Can you somebody tell me why you would even argue with a secretary? Why would you argue with a secretary? Just call them and say, listen, it's wicked what you guys are doing. It's wicked 
You're ruining the souls of children. And I want you to know I oppose it. Goodbye. Amen. No, we want to get in an argument. Try to convince them. Go ahead, Silver. Amen. Coach, excellent show this morning. Uh, One of the things that we, you were talking about, they're going, la, 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 la. Okay. They are deaf. The Lord has made them into a reprobate mind. Amen. They are of the enemy. They are. They are, Joe. Joe, Jesus loves everybody. He loves That's true, he does. But not everybody loves him. Amen. Randy. Coach, God requires us to speak. Here, I'm going to go back to my go-to verse, 2 Corinthians 4.13, and this is my version. Paul's quoting it. If we believe, therefore we will speak. Coach, we have to speak. That's the only way God's going to bring judgment on them. If we go by and tolerate them and just give them the easy way, like we've always done for the years and years, they have no nothing. God has nothing to bring judgment. He needs us to speak it, Coach. We have I'm looking for, Randy, I'm looking for a lawyer. I'm looking for a lawyer that will sue these bastards. Sue every one of them. I don't, hey, make them, make them get a lawyer and defend themselves. Make them not be able to sleep at night at home. Whatever, huh? If, if you think it's that bad, then we're going to have to play hardball, baby. We're going to have to play hardball. I'll tell you what, I'll raise hundreds of thousands of dollars to find an attorney that will sue these bastards. Amen. Bastards. It's, it's the only thing. Huh? What's Chad say? They don't care about mailboxes till it's their mailbox. They're going to wake up and all of a sudden their, their son's got green hair and an earring and thinks he's a woman, and they're going to wonder what the hell happened. What the, well, just love him. Jesus loves him. Just love him. Well, just love him. We are so, we're so sick. We are so sick. The American culture is so sick. By the way, what happened to COVID? COVID? What's COVID? What? Where, where did that go? Oh, programming. Oh. Now I get it. Call the city council. Call the city council. JR will be with you tomorrow. I'm not pissed. It just seems like it. We'll see you.